If nothing else from this seminar, I want you to figure out what the hell do you want. Not what you think you can get. What do you want? We say to make a paradigm shift, that's what you're doing. You're going to learn exactly how to do it here today. Hey everyone, welcome. This is the Matrix Success Network. This is Craig here, the VP of International with Brian Del Marso, the number one coach in the world. Welcome, Brian. Thanks, Craig. It's good to have you, man. Hey, today, Brian, we're going to focus on setting and achieving a worthy goal. I'm excited about this session. This is fundamental. It's really the start of everything that we do. So really look forward to hearing the distillation of your wisdom and some real relevant examples too, to pull it all together. So, you know, when we talk about goals, often when we're talking about goals, this is different than what other people mean when they're talking about goals and how they're thinking about goals. So tell us about goals and what, how really people should be thinking around this whole topic. Sure. Uh, goal setting is um, it, it's something that I think eludes most of us. Uh, certainly in the corporate world, I spent 10 years with GE. I spent uh, some other years in the solar industry as a white-collar worker before diving into entrepreneurship. And goals, I think, are something that are misinterpreted, mis, uh, I don't want to say mistaught, but taught in the wrong manner or, or not <laughs> a manner. And I think the biggest setback behind goals is we're – especially in the United States, we're so goal oriented that if we don't hit a goal, it's a bad thing, especially in sports. So we're kind of conditioned to think if we don't hit a goal, it's a really, you've failed, right? The opposite of hitting a goal is failure. But Thomas Edison, right? 10,000 tries with the light bulb would, would have, you know, his, his work would, would indicate differently, right? When you, when you're talking about creation. So fundamentally goal, goal setting is taught wrong in my opinion and, and my mentor's opinion. And what we're going to do here today is kind of highlight uh, the difference is, and guys, the purpose of a goal is to reach for something that you've never done before, right? The purpose of a goal is to cause you to stretch and grow as a human being. So ideally, we're setting something that we call C-type goals, which we'll get more into here, where we're setting goals on something we have absolutely no idea how to achieve. Now, right there, we lose most people, right? We lose people. What are you, so you're going to set a goal on something you have no idea how to do, right? Well, that's how I started a software company, me and my team. I'm not a software engineer. I have no idea how to do that, right? We're going to elaborate on that here. So fundamentally, I think what people understand here is the science behind goal achieving, what goals are for, and you and I can dig into that a little more. Awesome. Yeah, we do talk about those C-type goals, and I always talk about, and we, you talk about, am I willing and am I able? And people tend to justify why they can't do things. Why do you think people justify why they can't do things instead of really focusing on what they can? Oh, that's a perfect question. Yeah, I love where that's going. Yeah, the reason why people justify uh, things in their life that, that, that put up roadblocks, it's called making excuses, right? It's because we don't want to face facts. We don't want to look in the mirror. We don't want to claim responsibility for our own lives. So we'll make a checklist of things we need to do, like the laundry and, and going to the bank and mowing the lawn because we like to feel like we're accomplishing things. You know, we like to check things off lists. People like to build lists and check things off. Mm -hmm. But what happens when you build a list, Craig, is, is it might look something like this. It might say, go to the bank, go to the dry cleaners, get the groceries, build the $1 million sales funnel, right? So the, the fourth or fifth or 10th thing on your list is the most impactful thing. 
Right. When we teach people goal setting, we teach people how to shift their awareness into what they're actually doing, the programming that's in their subconscious mind that causes them to not take action. It's what we call the knowing-doing gap, which will be another podcast. Um, but that's really what's going on, is people love to check things off. We love to accomplish things, but it's the priority that I think stops most people. And then what ends up happening is we set goals. Well, there's three types of goals, right? Let's, let's go backwards. There's A-type goals. There's B-type goals and there's C-type goals. So guys, an A-type goal is really more of a task. It's setting a goal that you already know how to achieve. I was doing this in construction. I had my construction company uh, after engineering since 1998, and we were doing about a million dollars a year. And I would set a goal to do like 1.1 million, right? 10% increase. And what happens there is there's no growth there, right? In order to go from 1 million to 1.1, there's no growth. I just need to do a little bit more of what I'm already doing. Literally, maybe impre- uh, increase the effectiveness or, or cut the bottom line or um, just get another job or something, but there's no growth. But when I set the goal of getting to $10 million, my construction company, in 12 months, that's a C-type goal. I had no idea how I was going to do that. Um, and part of what you were talking about there, too, about how people set up roadblocks is what we call a B-type goal. Now, a B-type goal is when it's conditional, and this is going to resonate with a lot of people. When my kids get out of school, I'll start that side business, right? Yeah. When I start feeling better, I will go to the gym. When I save up $100,000, then I'll start the side business. It's conditional. Like if this, if this, if this, then that. And that never works. People spend 30, 40 years doing that stuff. I used to do that stuff, right? But when you when you understand the science of how the mind-body connection works and, and, and that the subconscious mind is a cybernetic mechanism it's a success mechanism you learn how to rewire and reprogram that Uh, all of this becomes actually very i don't want to say simple but um we're literally programmed for success what we need to do is rewire our thinking and that's part of what we do at the uh, matrix success network i think the idea of it being a science is beyond a lot of people that don't think about it like that it might be something where they might tick a box and having it within the realm of the achievable makes it safer, makes it more comfortable, but it also protects ourselves. It protects our self-esteem, protects our sense of self-worth. It just protects ourselves from feeling that, oh, we're going to fail in that next thing. We don't need another failure because the world is full of that. But you mentioned about growth and growth being so important, you know, and there's that creative process that you talk about, about the theory of the goal. Can you dig a little bit deeper into that, into that creative process? Sure. Yeah, that's a good question. Now, if we want to get into the science of it, we need to understand what a thought is, right? A thought is the organ of your brain putting energy out. We're putting nothing in motion. Now, we talk about something called the transmutation of energy, which is a, mm. which is a universal law, just like gravity or electricity. It's a universal principle, uh, the perpetual transmutation of energy. So when we have a thought, what you're saying is my brain just sent an electrical impulse out. Now, an idea is a collection of thoughts. It could be thousands of thoughts. Like building a software company, there's thousands of thoughts there, right? Now, a goal, when we talk about the science of goal achieving, we're talking about understanding what that is. So when a goal is an idea that we fall in love with, like my software company or my clothing company, right? We got, we got the, I'm repping eight figs right now, right? Nice. I don't know anything about clothing, right? You know this. You've known me long enough. I don't know anything about clothing, but my business partners do, and I know a lot about business. So we came together on the same frequency. Now, I met these two gentlemen in California 
And I met him in the morning. We, went, we started a business that night on a napkin, right? We closed the knowing doing gap. So how does that, something like that happen? Well, we're on the same frequency. We understand this material. When you're talking about setting a goal and the science behind it, what you're saying is you're emotionally involved in an idea and an idea mm-hmm. is a collection of thoughts and thoughts are electronic impulses. Now, when we start the perpetual transmutation of energy, what you're doing is you're using your brain to put nothing into motion. Now, that right there probably doesn't make sense to a lot of people. What do you mean put nothing in motion? Well, everything in this universe is created once in thought energy or conscious energy and once again physically. If I was to take a house, a house does not exist until a client and an architect think about it. And they go back and forth with thought energy, design the house, right? Give it to the builder. Builder gives it to the subcontractors. Next thing you know, the backhoe shows up, digs a hole, the foundation's there, right? So everything starts in thought and transmutes into the physical forms. We talk about a goal. And this is what I mean about we don't know who and what we are. We're limitless beings. It's our, it's our conscious awareness that is the limiting beliefs. We are, we are conduits for creation. That's what human beings are. And if you don't believe me, look at the iPhone. So when you talk about the science of goal achieving, that's what that is. Now, when we set a C-type goal, we set a goal that we have no idea how to get. We got to get rid of this whole failure versus success thing. That's, that's an illusion. The only failure is quitting. Trying something and not getting the result you wanted is just trying something and not getting the result you wanted. It's feedback. Very, very healthy. Matter of fact, it's quite necessary. We wouldn't have this computer. I wouldn't have this light without that, that mechanism of trying and adjusting. So we got to get really, we got to fall in love with failing and the idea of what it is because it's very necess- necessary for our subconscious mind to process that information to adjust it to try again. Does, does that make sense? Hey, so Brian, let's dig a little bit deeper into some concrete steps that someone can do right now to really create and define and get some clarity on a worthy goal. Take us through some of those steps someone can do today, right now. Sure. I mean, when we coach somebody on setting a goal, there's, there's some mechanical methods, right? Everything first exists in spirit, but there's a mechanical side to everything, too. There's a physical side. So some of the things we coach people on doing to mechanically have a paradigm shift, and I don't have one with me here. They're in my pocket, but is, is a goal card. This may sound overly simple, but if you would ask a thousand people, what's your goal? Um, you know, 990 of them, they can say, what do you mean? They're going to look at you kind of funny. What do you mean what's my goal? Now, um, some of them, you know, maybe, well, let's say 10 or 20, they're going to be able to tell you, they're going to be able to articulate their goal very, very clearly. And those are the people that are probably on the right track. And I should go in percentages, right? It's, it's like 97% of the people won't be able to articulate. Um, 2% of the people, they will be able to articulate, but only 1% of them are going to have it written down. And that's the deal. That's the deal. So a goal card mm-hmm. is something we coach people to so get a very clear, concise paragraph in a plastic sleeve that you carry in your pocket and you get emotionally involved in several times a day. So I'll give you a good example. I have several of these, but in my software company, I have something that sounds like this. I'm so happy and grateful that by January 1, 2020, we have over 200,000 enhanced plan users in our software program, right? So that goal, now I, there's a reason I can just spit that out because it's in my subconscious mind. Now that one goal represents $12 million a month in residual income. And that's just one of 14 revenue streams. So, so this works, right? I, I've been doing this now for five years. I take one goal at a time, one company at a time. The tip of the sword, just the physical side of this is getting a goal card. And the other part of this, you can't see it um, over here, but I have a four foot by eight foot vision board. I actually have three of them. There's one here and there's one there because we think in pictures. 
Now, most people say, oh, vision board, it's, that's ethereal, that's whatever. But you got to remember, I'm a mechanical engineer by trade. This is not ethereal, it's science and physics. If we think in pictures, and if you understand the mind, you would know this, then what pictures do you have around you? Right? I have pictures of me on a private jet from three years ago. Now, you know this from the other day, about four weeks ago, I was on Bob Proctor's private jet. Is that coincidence? No, it's physics and science. Does that make sense? So in this very short podcast, I would say, have a goal card with a clear, concise statement with, with a, with a timestamp, right? Because you could say, I want to make it, I'm so happy and grateful now that I made a million dollars. And your subconscious mind would say, okay. And then when you turn 98 years old, you finally made a million dollars because you didn't put a time on it. The subconscious mind needs clarity. So when we coach somebody to create a goal card, it's, it's a very clear, concise statement and a very clear, concise time. Does that make sense? Yeah. And the power of the present tense. Yes. Yes. That's a very good point. The power of suggesting to your mind that it's already happened. So we always, we always coach people to use the actor's technique, which is acting as if it's already happened. Right. So my software company, that's already happened. Time is the only variable in my mind and my subconscious. We already have a, a billion dollar software company. Um, everybody else just needs to get on the same page. <laughs> so that just, just one more question before we wrap up. Yeah. That idea of writing down a goal and you have no idea how to get there, there's no one in your network who knows how to do that. You have no training or experience to be able to do it. And yet we, we still encourage people to write that down. Why? Why do we do that? That's a That's great question. That's the question of the ages. And this is the one that I was stuck on for a while, especially as an engineer. So, guys, here's the thing. Let's say you have whatever your goal is, but let's just say you have a goal to get to $10 million in wealth through multiple revenue streams or whatever it is, whatever your goal is, let's say you set something that you have no idea how to get. When I set that goal for my construction company, I literally had no idea how to do it. Um, but I was working with Bob Proctor and, and my way wasn't working. My results would say that my level of awareness wasn't working, right? I was 43 years old, twice divorced, living in a condo. So my results would indicate that my methodology, my paradigm was not working, right? So you just got to look at your results. Now, when I started training with Bob, his results being a multi-multi-millionaire, I mean, multi-hundred millionaire, his results would say that his methodology and his paradigm worked. So because I was an engineer and I had that, that background, I said, that, that made sense to me, right? So this is, a, this is what we all need to do. We need to fall in love with the idea that you're not going to know how something's going to work. And I'll give you a good example, Craig. Let's say you told me that you wanted to get to $10 million by the end of the year and you have no idea how to do it, Right? What I would say back to you is, is, Craig, if you knew how to get to $10 million, you would already be there. Let that one sink in. Everybody out there, too, watching, let that sink in. If you knew how to hit your goal, you'd already be there. So, of course, you're not going to know how. Nobody ever knows how. Edison didn't know how. Steve Jobs didn't know how. Nobody ever knows how. I don't know how. I don't know how we're going to end up with a billion-dollar clothing company. But a year ago, I was just sitting with three guys and it was on a napkin and now, we, now I'm wearing it, right? So guys, we're never going to know how. You got to fall in love with that fact. You're never going to know the how. If you knew how, you'd already be doing it. Human beings are success mechanisms. What we need to know is start with what we want and work backwards. Set the intention. It causes your mind to flip to the frequency of attracting the information and you just take one step at a time. Once you make the decision on what you want to do, it becomes very easy to start taking the baby steps, right? So that's, that's, that's one of the biggest things we teach people is fall in love with the fact you're not going to know how, 
you just got to figure out what you want and make a decision that's what you want. And then things will start to come into your life through the laws of vibration and through the laws of attraction, which we'll have to do on another podcast. <laughs> I really love that process, that idea of just writing down what you want and then working backwards from there. That, that was the biggest challenge for me because I like to know that I can do step A and step B and step C and move towards where I want to go. I really look forward to over these podcasts and these sessions together, breaking that down and understanding how to get there. And I know there'll be other things that we talk about, like the power of the mastermind and other things, like you say, the, the knowing, doing gap. I really look forward to exploring those going forward with you on the podcast. Brian, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, happy to be here, Greg. And thanks for hosting this podcast. I think this is really going to move the chains for people. It's really going to um, bring that level of awareness. You, you know, we have the Matrix Mindset Academy where we're trying to reach out to the masses and really give back on a global scale uh, and really leave no one left behind. So I think this, this podcast is going to serve as a vehicle, as, as a free vehicle where, um, you know, we can even bring people on and interview them. And we, we're going to do that to get some other thought leaders. So thanks for your time as well, brother. And I look forward to the next one. Awesome. Have a great day. You too. Be well. If nothing else from this seminar, I want you to figure out what the hell do you want? Not what you think you can get. What do you want? We say to make a paradigm shift, that's what you're doing. You're gonna learn exactly how to do it here today.